Warning! This podcast contains amazing content and strong language. Three, two, one. Oh, sorry, I was a bit earlier. <laughs> and you're the producer. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just EQ that clap really quick? I think, I think Shut the, the move mix was a bit off. <laughs> Juliana Hopkins and I'm Natasha Jenkins and you're listening to Back to Back Catalogues. Today we're interviewing Lely, an electronic duo living in North London, also upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us your names and uh, your role in the band? So um, I'm James, I'm, I produce for, for us two. <laughs> Hi, I'm Taya and uh, I am the I I sing on all of the songs and uh, we do the songwriting as well and yeah we do the managing we we do lots of things it's just it's just us <laughs> it's right. just us we're just by ourselves iconic duo love yeah. that. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how you both met well <laughs> right at the very beginning well I mean from the very beginning. Um, we we started uni at the same time, ICMP, mm-hmm. where we also met Juliana, and Juliana messaged me individually in a group of like a house hunting forum, and asked if I wanted to move in, and I said yes, and then we had a third, but he fell through, and that's when Juliana messaged Taya. Thank God. <laughs> thank, thank, honestly, thank, thank God. God he, yes, thank God he left. <laughs> no offense, he's a really nice guy. Right. Now we know. Yeah. No, I'm so glad it went that way, and then, um, yeah, then we all moved into Flying Kilburn for uni. I can't believe you said that about. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're flat in Kilburn, so tell us about that. So, you were obviously, were you there for the whole time of uni, or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were there for the whole three years. It was a nice flat. Yeah. It was such a nice flat. And then, and then mice started coming in, oh. and then we were like, we don't want to stay here anymore. Typical yeah. Um, yeah, but um, we basically started becoming a duo um, when James, like, I was doing some songwriting by myself, and then um, I was doing, like, a project on the side and things like that, and then James had this these lyrics, and he asked me to play a song, like, to, to, to songwrite something with his lyrics and I made a song and we recorded it immediately and then we realized that was fun. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then I one summer was just wanted to release something. I just really wanted so I went to see James, the sort of the closest producer I knew that actually <laughs> literally, literally, like, literally. It was really <laughs> geographical convenience. Yeah. That brought us together. Yeah. And uh, and I was just like, hey James, how about I have these songs and how about we do this EP that's only made with my voice and we make four songs, all the sounds are made with my voice and you do all the hard work. And I was like, yeah! And I was like, I'm not paying you. And he was like, yeah! Do this! So we did it and um, yeah, and that's out. And then we just never stopped. Yeah, it's just been since then. Yeah, since then. So how long do you think you've been playing together for, approximately? Um, well, like we were two. calculating it that actually recently. Yeah, it's it's something, it's Small. about two years. Yeah. It's about. like just over two years. Yeah. From the release of that first song we did together 
to the start of this year yet. So tell me it's okay. Tell me it's okay. Yeah, tell me it's okay. And yeah, that mm -hmm. was that was sort of like it was the first complete set of lyrics I've written for a song, but I've never really written vocals before. So um, that's why I gave it to Taya because. She had. <laughs> you write songs. Yeah. Yes, girl, you write good songs too. Your stuff's doing well on Spotify. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you guys choose the name Lely? Where did that come from? I'll let Taylor and Ellen this one. Did you, did you <laughs> choose the name? Yeah, basically, um, I. <laughs> you just had to agree to this Taya as an artist, um, yeah as an artist, and then <clears> the <throat> problem was with Taya was that I would only be playing acoustic sets or sets with my band that was all organic things, mm -hmm. and I felt like James's stuff when we worked together was all electronic and it, do it doesn't match, mm -hmm. so I had to find something else, so I thought we, well I'd at first, <laughs> being selfish, uh, I thought I'd be called Lely for anything that was electronic, Lely is well, I'm called Taya Ilel, and Ilel backwards is Lely. Also, my brother right. in the past, like it was his, his like, his name that he'd used to be cool and. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, it was his uh. name. He used to be cool, and then he sort of got into other things, so that name sort of left. And then I asked him, like, hey, can is it okay if I use that? Name. Yeah, it's, <laughs> which is our name. Like, we all have the last name, the same last name. So yeah, so um, so yeah, we ended up. Well, I ended up calling myself Lely, and then with time, we sort of realized that all the songs Lely would put out was with James. So, in 2021, we announced the world that Lely was a duo. Oh, um, officially. Yeah. Officially. That's exciting. Because I mean, before that, it was kind of like unofficially <laughs> yeah, the law. Because like, I literally way. made everything. It was that we like put Lely out. and James. <laughs> <laughs> What what name were you going by, James, when uh, when you weren't officially part of Lely? <laughs> so before anything to do with Lely, I made like mostly I was making like drum and bass and dubstep and uh, UK bass music for years under the name Jcom, which was which is still a current alias I work under. And then while I was releasing stuff with Taya, uh, we didn't put my name on. There was Lloyd. Yeah, there was. I I went by Lloyd for a bit as well, but I decided to scrap that alias for I like another alias. alias. I have. Yeah, I'm really I'm really indecisive with my names. <laughs> What's a bit annoying is that when I say Lely, like people like write down L E L Y, but it's not. <laughs> Tell the world how it's technically spelled L E L L I. You'll hear yeah. that. Take note. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look it up. Yes. There's only one. <laughs> Uh, tell us where you're from and why you moved to London. Do you want to go first or? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, what, so where am I from? I'm from France, born and raised, but my mom is American, hence the American accent. Mm -hmm. um, there. And then I came to London because after high school I went to America for university and I hated it. You hated <laughs> not race specifically though? No, not hated it. <laughs> No, no, I didn't hate it, I just didn't feel comfortable there and I couldn't see really a future there so um, I also knew I, I had to do music I just knew that wasn't my thing mm -hmm. so I found, well actually my mom told me about this 
uni called ICMP <laughs> in, the, in in London, and uh, she was like, you should you should just try to get into it, and I got into it. The day I learned I got into it, I cried, and I never cried. Aww. But, aww. <laughs> <laughs> so you preferred Kilburn to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everyone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess I did. Um, but yeah, and I got accepted into it, into the songwriting um, songwriting course, mm -hmm. and oh, I've never regretted it since. That's good. What about you, James? Um, I I'm from England, as you can probably tell. Um, <laughs> but um, I was born in South London, and then when I was very young, my parents moved to Surrey, where my dad grew up. And so I grew up in Cranley, it's a like, fairly big village in Surrey. And um, I studied music in college, and obviously like played a lot throughout my life. And then when I was deciding where to go to uni, I had a few options, like Beam in Brighton was one I visited, and then... ACM in Guildford, but it was a bit too close to home, like it felt silly to go somewhere that was like half an hour from my house. Mm -hmm. And um, my my dad working in the industry has personal links with um, ICMP uh, as they're part of his organisation. And so it was kind of like obvious that I should try and go there. And yeah, so then I went somewhere. there. Yeah. <laughs> so you spoke a little bit about like, you said you were doing music before and I'm sure both of you were, but can you tell us like what got you into music? Um, like what did you what made you realise that music was going to be your path that you wanted to study and then take on to after you've graduated? What what started it all off for both of you? So um, my my parents are both musical. My mum plays the cello and she played in orchestras for years, and my dad's in quite a few bands as a bassist. And so they were quite keen on getting us all into music from an early age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I actually started on the cello and then um, after a few years I found the saxophone and kind of fell in love with that. And then uh, I was classically trained up to, I think it was like grade seven. <laughs> and played in a lot of orchestras and a lot of jazz bands for all years. And then uh, I sort of just fell into the bass through the guise of my dad because I was like, uh, I want to be him and then you know so I was like okay I'm gonna learn the bass guitar and then I just got really into electronic music when I got to sort of end of secondary school college sort of thing and I was like this is this is where I want to go yeah. and so unfortunately I've lost all of my classical oh, training no, and all of my theory is just gone <laughs> but, <laughs> so that sucks it's so gone, <laughs> it's so gone. Like, I used to be able to sight read and do all this crazy stuff, and now it's just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I still play the bass, that's still my main instrument, but all the other ones have sort of gone to the wayside. Do you feel that that is like a beneficial for you doing electronic <laughs> music? Because a lot of it's like, you know, on a laptop, and there's a lot of different things you can use that sort of step in for that theoretical knowledge that you have. Mm. I, <laughs> I really wish I'd carried on because there's, there would be no downside to having theories still in my life. But um, you can also it, just, it just went that way. It just sort of, it started to get to a point where playing um, in orchestras and doing grades, it all felt like work. And obviously yeah. when mm -hmm. something feels like work, you don't want to do it. And yeah. then so playing the bass and making stuff on a laptop was like, the fun side of it and then I was like right this is sort of where I want to go mm -hmm. and so then when I studied music tech at college that was sort of where I learned wow. to start producing electronic music properly. Mm. Yeah it gets heavy I feel like classical music when you get older and you decide to go in different ventures of the music mm. world it does get very heavy to try and do them both. And especially when you know you have like 
teachers and like composers and like what you put, um, conductors and everything and they're all pushing you to like get better because yeah. they're like you know you can do this and it becomes very like, it's like whiplash like also my teacher died as well um what? Like, that that more I didn't know that. yeah my saxophone teacher died um oh, quite late into my saxophone career and so it sort of felt like a natural ending point for yeah. that because she was oh. she taught me since i was in year three so how old is that like what Eight or something like that. She she taught me from then up until like thirteen, fourteen, and she wow. died of cancer. And mm. so it kind of felt like a natural it's ending. Natural. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It was very sad. That's so sad. sad. Yeah. So on that sad note. No, we haven't. We said that that is brutally honest on here. You can say mm. what you have to say, even if you think <laughs> that people are going to like it. It's not always a happy ending. Never mm. is in life. So neither do the stories have to be. Uh. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> um, me, um, basically as a child I was extremely shy, but like awkward with people and so on, and my mom's friend, best friend, who still is, um, was like, hey, my daughter is, uh, is actually in this program where this guy, it's like this on-off, it's called the on-off association, and this teacher sort of teaches children how to play several different in uh, different instruments and then he puts them all into different groups like bands and then in each band you get to choose what songs you want to play at the end of the year or like, throughout the concerts and then you get to choose which instrument you want to play on each song. Ooh, yeah, no, it that's was, smart. It, it was so fun and it was like you could choose any song you wanted so it could be like Katy Perry and it could also be a Queen, it could be anything you wanted. And um, as long as your bandmates weren't okay with yeah. it. Uh, so yeah, I went into that and um, I am always very much into uh, proving that I'm good at what I'm doing. So the first class I did, like, the, my teacher was like, yeah, the person who was there before you, like, she was so bad at, at, at like, playing, at, like, doing the exercises and all, and I was like, okay, alright, I hear that. <laughs> so he showed me, like, um, he showed me a, what's this, Everybody Needs Somebody by the uh, Blues Brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember the song, whatever. Um, but anyways, the next week I had it on point. And then, um, so that, so like, guitar, uh, not guitar, piano-wise, I was really good. Not. <laughs> you can say that. Uh, I wasn't really good. I was I was doing fine for that song. <laughs> and then the one hit wonder. Exactly the one hit wonder. And then um, and then my band chose uh, Rehab by Amy Winehouse, and they chose me to sing because we all had to sing one song. And then we sang it. Well, like we we practiced singing it, and immediately it was like, oh, you're all right at this. Like you can you could you could do this. And so, yeah, then I sort of, you know, you always love it when you're good at something naturally. <laughs> of course. So then I, I started loving to sing, and then I sort of had a crush on someone that was in, in that mm. association that was like okay. playing music all the time and was like <laughs> writing music as well. And so I started writing music. Um, sort of, like, I started playing guitar and writing music on the guitar to show him you know, try to be like, hey, I can do this as well, do you want to, like, talk? Do it together. Yeah, and then that never happened, but I started writing songs, and I started seeing how much I like writing songs, and then I totally lost my piano abilities, <laughs> completely, and, um, 
I just loved playing guitar and writing songs, and so that just became my main thing. Certainly as a teenager, just so many emotions and uh, just at nighttime, just writing all those emotions out. Mm -hmm. And so then, yeah, I really liked writing music, and that was my thing from then on. Amazing. Nice. But you Amazing. play bass as well. No, well, I, I, we played everything. Like I played drums as well. I played violin at some point, badly, but I did <laughs> have the violin in my hands at some point. Um, yeah, I did play bass. That was fun because it was cool. I think I liked it because it looked cool. Mm. You know, to be a girl playing bass, that's cool. Um, that's cool, actually. Yeah, and that nice. astonishingly enough, it's easier for me to to take again, like to, to use the bass mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. a piano. Really? Yeah, maybe it's because I play guitar, maybe. Yeah, well, there's um, similarities there. Yeah. I guess like the muscle memory with your piano is what you like, what you think like, yeah. could kick in. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I hear you playing bass. I play bass occasionally yeah, she's, she's um, she's other projects. You're one job. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's why I started singing to take your job. <laughs> I heard you got into production as well. <laughs> no, she's not allowed, because uh, <laughs> otherwise she wouldn't need me anymore and then Lenny just becomes a single person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although I remember when you saw me using Logic Pro, you were like, oh, you're actually quite good at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just to go back to what you actually said before, you said uh, it's good when you become, when you realise that you're naturally talented mm. or something. Both of you, with music, do you feel that regardless of how much you learn and get taught if you're good at music and you decide to take it on further in life it's because there's just something in you that's musical yeah. do you believe that it's like a, it's in your body it's in your your build up your makeup to do music do you feel like that's something rather than like you have to learn to then be good at it like you can be naturally good and then you can play on those talents what do you both think because you've obviously been trained up classically mm. and then you've gone into different types of music and then you've started up and you've realised that you are naturally good at something mm -hmm. and then you've, you've went with that and progressed it further so what do you both think on that? Do you think that there is something in your body that's just you've got it or you've got it you don't if you don't? I think it's, I think it's sort of a bit of both like um, I think you can definitely see it usually when someone's musical in the family their parents will be musical in mm -hmm. some sort of way but then you know obviously when you when you learn on top of that it just sort of creates a natural like rhythm with it but then you know you hear about a lot of people who just sort of no one they know is musical but then they just work really hard and then you know they get through on this one thing so um i think it can happen both ways but i think there's definitely there's definitely an aspect to it. Something it's, in it's, you. it's in you yeah. from the beginning and um, then you're just bringing it out how have you coped with lockdown as a band and as individuals as well oh, <laughs> but um, actually, surprisingly, lockdown's been. It's it, mainly it's just because we live together. Like I, I feel like if, if we didn't live together, it would have been a nightmare because we wouldn't have been able to mm. produce or record. But I mean, we live about you know ten feet from each other, <laughs> and we record and make everything in my room. So if anything, being stuck inside for. A few months. We're very lucky to sort of a year. Yeah, a year. <laughs> we're very lucky to sort of have had that time to yeah. actually work on stuff properly. You know. Did we make the EP during the lockdown? Um, no, we didn't. Oh. 
we we sort of released it. No, no, we didn't. I don't think it was anywhere near the lockdown. Oh, sorry. Was it? <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, Never mind. Like that. <laughs> Although we're working on an album that we made during the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. plug for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to do that. But we 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 did make some music during the lockdown, but it was um it wasn't it wasn't fully under. Yeah. Lelly at the time, it was, oh, it, right. was from, it was for my solo imprint and yeah. we released two songs on that during lockdown. Yeah, it's just the, the lockdown plus we graduated so we didn't have anything to do with school yeah. anymore. So it's like, <laughs> what are we going to do with our time? And write music, yeah. Yeah, just write, write music just constantly and produce it. Like it's always, it's always satisfying to yeah. just like have <laughs> yeah. a portfolio. It's really nice. It's good, it's important for sure. So uh, the next question here we've got is who are the bands or artists that you've been listening to a lot of recently? <laughs> Should we talk about Eliza? <laughs> <laughs> I I would love to talk about Eliza. <laughs> so, of course you would. So um, <laughs> ages ago I remember I I was watching a YouTube channel called Colours, which is obviously like massive now. It's a Belgian um, studio, and I saw an artist called Eliza did one, and I was like oh, I really recognise this girl and it turned out it was Eliza Doolittle obviously the like the really famous pop pop star from back in you know a few years ago and I was like oh wow she's doing like really edgy sort of R&B at the moment and so got super into her uh, listened to her a lot <laughs> her, um, her, yeah and then we met her we, we went to a masterclass at ICMP where she was talking and so we got to meet her and had, had listened to her for a bit and it was yeah. a very sort of crush, schoolboy crush moment. <laughs> um, it was so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so awkward. Like, I didn't know about her, like even as Eliza Doolittle, mm -hmm. and, well until James showed me her song, her songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, she's amazing. And I think she's we started writing awesome. music, not, no, not we started, but like at one point, it really made us us mm. is like writing songs, thinking about her style. Yeah, because really thought about her. I I just <laughs> fell in love with it. Like I, and she she does a lot of the production herself, and I uh, just that the whole the whole album she put out, I think it's called a Real Romantic. It's just amazing. Do you feel like it's written to you? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wish. I, I really wish. <laughs> but, um, Eliza, if you're watching. So when we met story. her at the end of her interview, like not her interview, like just her talking about her projects and all, it was really fascinating. And at the end, uh, we could have the chance to just go talk to her. And there were loads of people before us that were taking pictures with her and everything, and we're just waiting in queue, like all like. Nervous. Like, what's gonna happen? And then we just go see her and we say, oh, well, James says, um, and I do, oh, you're great and everything. And then she's like, oh, do you want a picture? And we're both like, no. <laughs> and, and what did she say? And she was like, okay. Oh, okay. Because okay. obviously we were probably the first people to say no. Yeah. And we didn't even ask. She asked us if we wanted one and we said no because I, yeah. I'm not a big fan of photos a lot of the time. Yeah. And so... I, we, and then it was sort of like, oh, okay, and then we walked off well, and said bye. Are... But, um, you're so different, yeah. you're built different, she yeah, probably she like that. Probably remembers yeah, you remember that. Yeah, you are the one that didn't want a pick. And then, along with Eliza, uh, I'm obsessed with this band called Beach Money, and oh. they're sort of getting really big at the moment. He's and so obsessed. They're a female-led sort of like indie, punky kind of band, mm -hmm. and I just, I love them so much. I was meant to go see them in 
April, but obviously mm, that's not happening. But um, yeah, they are. They're probably my favourite band at the moment. I can't get enough. Yeah. Literally, they're on all the time. Whenever we're in the shower, yeah, we actually all know the songs just from James being in the shower with the speaker. Yeah, very annoying when you're having breakfast. It's very annoying. It's rare you find a band that you can put any of their music on shuffle and you know you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna love every single tune that comes on. And so I just yeah, no, that's sweet. You've got that. Yeah. What about you, Taya? Um, when I'm songwriting, like especially for Lily. I'll listen a lot to Angèle. She's she's this uh, Belgium uh, Belgian um, artist who's just oh she's awesome. Like she's got her own style and she's not like she's not weird. Like she she's just amazing and she's got her oh I'm just repeating myself. No, <laughs> she's just fair enough. got her own style. She's amazing. Um, yeah, and she does a lot of. Her, her, her melodies, what I'm always fascinated about is that um, they're always simple sometimes, but sometimes they're also very like, um, I want to say like Middle Eastern like vibe, like uh, Oh, like microtones uh, and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, like like traditional Lebanese singing and stuff is cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very interesting and I love it. And actually for uh, one of the tracks for like Roll My Eyes in uh, Popular Kids, the EP, mm -hmm. we released back. Months ago. Before lockdown. Yeah, before lockdown. <laughs> during lockdown. I don't think we released it during. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Really? Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty. Um, wow, my bad. Yeah, the bridge is inspired by her, like by her bridge, <laughs> in one of the songs called um, "Je veux tes yeux," which is okay. which means uh, "I want your eyes," and oh. it's just all her lyrics as well are so cool. Like, Please don't sue us, Angela. It's very different melodies, but in with her vibe. Um, there's a uh, James Blake as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 James Blake is phenomenal. He's really great. Yeah, oh, yeah on piano really as well, on keys. Mm. Like, fab. It's, especially for me, he's a mass. He's a really big influence. Um, he's a really big inspiration because, um, like me, he. He started making dubstep music. That was his original sound, and so yeah, he's um his and all of his all of his um, more popular stuff is all influenced by dubstep, and uh, he, he's it's released on one of my favorite labels called Deep Medi, and so like I feel a lot of sort of twinning with him about that because I still make dubstep now, and that's sort of what I try and bring to our music sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to take inspiration yeah, from really someone nice. like him. So, do you each have a favorite or funny memory? together, either musical or non-musical. So, there's this funny bit, there's this funny bit about um, how James at one point, like, he had this thing about eating a bagel at exactly the same time every single day. <laughs> so it came to the point where whenever we'd play, we'd have a session, he'd be like, can we please take a break so that we can just, not we, so that he could just <laughs> eat a bagel. And uh, we'd have to take a break to, so that he could eat a bagel. And then it came onto a joke where we have this song called New York. It would be funny if during our live sets, if while singing New York, he would be behind me just eating a New York bagel. <laughs> <laughs> and there. I'd like to see that. Yeah, uh -huh. me too. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I hope it make me sound too weird. Like, it's just... <laughs> I just, I, I like to eat um, some things every day and I go through cycles <laughs> and then I like to eat at the same time every day so it's just so happened that our sessions overlapped with my eating time and... <laughs> James gets very uh, bagel specific. Precise. Yeah, <laughs> precise with the times. I feel you, I feel you. And there's another thing where um, 
<laughs> I have this thing where I breathe in too early when we record a vocal thing. <laughs> so I'll be like... <gasps> <laughs> and it was just like every time James has to remind me like Tess stop breathing so early like, it's not okay it's not like we're just wasting you know we're wasting studio time not in a mean no way no studio obviously. time we don't pay for it <laughs> that's true you're wasting James room time yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasting James room time <laughs> um, but yeah that's that's probably the funniest bits I'd say. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, sometimes it's a big it's a big gap. It's like <laughs> a good two bars before you start singing. <laughs> so when you get to start singing, yeah, it's all off key or something. But like, <laughs> it's not all. No, It's not all off key. All right. Can't right. said that. Okay. So do you ever fall on like hard times as a band, or do you feel like giving up? And how how do you deal with that if you do? Every day. Well, again, <laughs> it was a secret. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, we don't. We, we have. I don't know. We, we're quite. I, I wouldn't even call our disagreements disagreements. Yeah. It's more like one of us has an idea that's different, brings it out to the other, and then it's solved. I don't think we've ever had an argument. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah. You're both very civil with each other. Mm. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Really respectful. <laughs> the most respectful people in the house to each other. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the biggest thing for us, I'd say, but even like in general, um, is just if we don't feel like playing, just say it. Mm. You know? Because it's just such a waste of time. It's, mm. it's meant to be, like music is meant to be fun. You know? The day it doesn't become fun, then it's work and you might as well not be doing it yeah <laughs> actually i mean it's good to work but um yeah it's just say it if you don't feel like doing it mm. like it's just be open yeah that's yeah. the biggest thing and it's only the two of you so yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really easy to rearrange sessions because yeah. <laughs> we live together it's in my room like yeah. it's it's fine it's down the hall yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah there's no way i can hide no <laughs> be like, I guess uh, james i won't be there for the next uh two weeks i'm uh, stuck in traffic <laughs> i'm in hospital actually I'm in hospital. <laughs> yeah there's not really any excuse to be late for a session no and, uh, oh it's so I, I go, <laughs> such a thing i go to the point where <laughs> If she's like a minute late, I'll I'll be shouting throughout the house like, oh, you're late. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a blessing and a curse. You no. can never escape him and no. the studio. You're technically always in the studio. Yeah. But I always try to save my being late, like being like, yeah, well, I was actually making coffee <laughs> for so, you. Yeah. And then she tricks me because then she's like, oh, do you want a coffee? And of course I want a coffee. So then it's like I'm wasting time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So then you're also late. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Ooh. then she makes me late, and then oh, what standards can <laughs> I hold to? Late to your own bed. I know. Ah! <laughs> I'm just a wreck. <laughs> Sorry. Right. At least one of you has to be a mess in a situation like this. I know. You just have to. <laughs> That's nice. So, do you have any advice for bands starting out? Um, well, again, the openness thing. You have to be open. Mm. Um, I think biggest thing. I uh, recommend it to all bands out there. You know, no matter what. And it goes along with the respect thing. I mean, at the start of every studio session, before we start anything, we bow to each other. And I think it just starts... Sign a contract. Yeah, sign, sign contracts, get it in writing, bow to each other. We, you know, we do the, we do the Blood Brothers thing. We yeah. slice our hands and shake. I've lost Shut so much And I think it just, I think it solidifies the, the respect at the beginning of the session. It starts off with a good one. Don't talk like a shame. So make sure you do that. They actually do that. Though. Yeah, because we button up the back as well. Fuck <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, mm. that's your advice for people starting out. Cool. Yeah, just be yeah. open. Like it, bands should be friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it, no, but it's true. Like no, it's true. Working together, it should be a friendship thing. Like absolutely. I don't know. It's when it, I've been in cases where I've had to write a song with someone, like just some random person, mm. and it never starts off with okay, let's start with this chord. It never starts off like that. It's always like, oh, so what? What are you? <laughs> like, what do you do? Um, tell me. Like, and then we have a laugh, and then okay, now we're chill. We're friends. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just be. Yeah. Just be. Plus, that you pass all the bullshit as well. Yeah. yeah like exactly. that for sure. You're straightforward to the yeah. point to who you are. And it's I mean, not, I think if yeah. you if you sit on something, like you know, if you if you have a problem with a song or the way you're doing things, and you sit on it, and then you, it gets to a point where it's too late to say anything. Mm. Obviously, then you're just going to start resenting your own music. So it's better to just, if you have any qualms or problems, just bring them up straight away. You know, construct, but constructively, you know, it's not good to go into it like a hostile um, attitude. Mm-hmm. As long as it's, as long as you're always constructive and respectful, you're never going to have any problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, nice advice. Very yeah. nice. I like it a lot. <laughs> Me too. So bow, blood, handshake, and <laughs> yeah, be really open with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your gigging process. Who books the gigs? How do you get there? Blah blah blah. Ah, oh, it's so weird. Such a <laughs> <laughs> it's such I guess a it's a bit of a shit question, question cause of no, COVID, like, no, 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 no. But like before, we were. Well, I feel like we were sort of set on me doing all the gigs, and then Hotbox came up, and then James was friends with one of the people, and then suddenly mm. it was like, oh. Lenny, come back. It was just so weird. Whereas I've worked with Hotbox before and they've never called me back. <laughs> but I feel like James managed to get quite a bit of gigs before, thanks to oh, his yeah. connections. I, w- I was working for Camden Assembly, um, uh, the venue, and I was working at the box office. And so mm-hmm. I got to meet all the promoters through Hotbox and obviously know them quite well. And so obviously when they found out I was in a band and then they were like, oh, well, we've we've met you before, they decided just book us a bit yeah. more again but yeah, um cool. i can't really take any credit from all of that stuff it's no. pretty much all tear like uh she she smashes it with like sending emails and contacting people and organizing stuff it's like yeah don't give the credit See, <laughs> it's, 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 that it's not me it's yeah. not me. Like, so respectful, so respectful. Yeah. weirdly enough our, our first gig um it was so my stepmom she's a dentist and she, <laughs> no, no, wait. Where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> is this my a tangent? <laughs> no, no, no. My stepmom is a dentist, and one of her clients is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. One of her clients. Our patients. Are, victims. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's a great dentist. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> Go to that dentist if you do. <laughs> uh, no, she's a great dentist. Lincoln bio. <laughs> one of her. Um, Client, what did we agree on? Patience. Victims. Patience, thank you. One of her patients, basically, um, her, <laughs> wait for it, One, her patient's daughter, okay, um, lives in London and organizes events, but basically through that connection of my stepmom's, uh, I can't remember the word, client's uh, daughter, we managed to get this gig in this really cool venue, such a cool venue with cool. really cool people in it, and uh yeah, and it was that was our first gig. It was, was nice. very trendy. Like there was really so uh, before trendy. us, there was poets doing mm. spoken word, and oh, then before God. that, yeah. throughout the whole event, there was a guy doing a painting live, like oh, a yeah. big wall size painting, and he was just what? painting yeah. in accordance with the crowd and what they were doing. It felt very trendy. Oh like God, we met geez. a lot of like wow. moguls and like yeah. <laughs> artists. <laughs> it, it, we felt I felt very out of place, but coming it was really from cool. Kilburn, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I felt like all right. 
is where it only starts, eh? Yeah. Like, who knows where it might end? And we're the only musical act, so we could yeah. be outshined by anyone. Exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, yeah, true. We, yeah, that's true. Literally, that poets, us, and then a painter. It was, it was yeah. a wow. sort of mixed media. Do you remember thing. what the venue was called? It wasn't a venue, actually. It, it was, was just random in their office. Space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. nice. Underpinned is what they're called. Underpinned, yeah. And I can't remember what they do. Well, no, they they sort of just throw like networking events. I think about uh, yeah. I, I think <laughs> uh, if I'm honest, like we we really want to work with them again. Actually, oh so yeah, for sure. If you watch, <laughs> no, they were Head they were up. they were really cool, and yeah. it was a really cool night actually. And there was like a lot of people that came yeah, they up, were. and uh, lots of free alcohol. There was yeah. Yeah, nice. more than what we get in an actual pub playing there, which yeah. is like we get paid with two pints. <laughs> Private <laughs> parties are way better for that, though. Yes, right? Always. For sure. Two single gins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're lucky <laughs> you get gin. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> She's like, the hell? Where are you playing? <laughs> it's like one free beer in your life. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So, oh what equipment do you usually bring to gigs? A computer. <laughs> that's, the, that's the main store. The and thing. then. Uh, an interface, yeah. a mic, and my bass. But um, it's sort of a tie between whether I'm going to continue playing bass in the live shows or make it more electronic because a lot of the songs have a lot of electronic basses in it and I wouldn't be doing them justice if I tried to mm. play mm. them. So, yeah. 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 It, if I'm honest, it's, it's, it's really like... <laughs> oh, thanks, though. Thanks for the vote, thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> but, um, no, it's, it's actually a really easy live setup. I mean... Um, I remember one of our first gigs, it was in, uh, where was it? It was in Soho, wasn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember the venue. But the, I told the sound guy I needs. So I was basically just like, we just need a DI going to the speakers. And he was sort of nervous about us doing it all himself. He was like, I, I, I don't really want you guys to sort everything out yourself because I'm controlling everything through my software. Mm. But um, it all turned out fine. And yeah. he was very surprised yeah. at how sort of... Yeah well tight it was with everything because mm-hmm. yeah i'm sort of affecting it all within the software like real time so mm-hmm. do you think so we're, re- we're really easy when it comes to gigs yeah, yeah we, we have a really low equipment <laughs> list uh, <laughs> really cheap. we don't even need a sound engineer just, just one just... rucksack with no sound engineers yeah. they don't even need a gen either just a single <laughs> do you remember that gig where um at, in that in that venue that we can't remember the name of <laughs> Soho, where like to say you know at the end of the of the gig to be like thank you everyone good night and, yeah. like James put my voice into like an octave low oh yeah <laughs> 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 oh my god that's almost intense intense do you have a favorite song to perform live? Well, it so depends, because right now, like, at yeah, the time when we used hard. to play, we had Roll, mm. which, personally, I loved, I loved yeah, playing that song. Yeah, it's a very fun But song. now that we've worked on a, n- a whole new album, we have, like, ten new songs yeah. that we're ready to play, mm. and for me, like, I can't wait to play some of the songs that are yeah. from that new album. Yeah. That are just, like, pumping and... We can't wait. Pumping up! Pumping up! We'll probably roll if I, had to, if I had to pick one from when we were playing. When we were? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I, I, the energy on it's a bit, bit crazy. It's a bit yeah. crank, right? <laughs> well, well, actually, Synth House is really fun. Especially if I'm, if I I'm when I was playing the bass, because um, mm. it has a very nice bass line. Yeah, mm. it does. Which, um, yeah. You enjoy that one? <laughs> which I like playing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, do you get um, nervous before going on stage? 
Never. <laughs> How do you? No. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. You got absolutely. nervous before this interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always get really sweaty. Like, I always get sweaty. How do you deal with that? With nervousness. Well, me as a human being, whenever I'm nervous, I say weird things, which happens that often the audience likes. <laughs> so I'm like, hi guys, we're Lily. Check us out. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, yeah, I usually do that. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, I, obviously we do get nervous, mm-hmm. but it always helps to practice. We always yeah. practice. We always know our stuff. Yeah. My biggest problem is learning the lyrics. <laughs> We're always <laughs> every <laughs> yeah yeah every single time we've we've gone to a, a venue like in the tube, I'll be practicing my lyrics. Oh, bless like, you. And James we'll will be, be reading yeah like we'll be reading oh, yeah. that's so cute. <laughs> It's a bit. Um, Actually, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's it's true. like that, like it's a perfectionist. Um, yeah, but it does get a bit nervous. The ner- the most nervous I've been for Lely was that first gig, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's just first of all, because I was never usually when I was when I would be playing before, not for Lely, I'd have a guitar in my hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then suddenly, I know what you mean by that as yeah, well. Yeah, and suddenly I'm just there with nothing in my hands. You, you feel so naked, yeah. and you have nothing to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd also play with a band, and there would be three other people behind me. Yeah. Whereas there, it's just James behind his desk, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's looking at me. Yeah, I'm just, in the corner. Uh, <laughs> They're not paying attention to me. Yeah, and that was I was very nervous for that, mm. and also my tights got like broken. So it, no, that's know, cool. That's a big, it's cool. But it's it sometimes cool. Sometimes. <laughs> so depends depends on what type of yeah. I personally love it when my tights get broken. <laughs> <laughs> it just gives that sort of edgy vibe Jesus. that we're going for. Going back to that though, like being on stage and as a singer, like coming from playing with a guitar and then singing on your own, yeah. you do feel really naked it's... and it's very personal. Like even though you're, I suppose you're going through a lot of effects when you're singing live, it's still very naked because you, your instrument is you. Yeah. You can't change it. Whereas with a guitar, you can change the cho- like the tune, the tone, whatever you want to change on it. But it's your voice, so you do. I totally get what you mean. It is. It's a hard thing to do. Do you dance about on the stage? Like, what do you do? Like, walk about? What? Oh, it's so weird. It's so awkward. Isn't and it? I get so awkward. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, I move around. I don't know. I can't remember what I do. I move around. God, that's sad. I can't remember what you do. No one's done so it. <laughs> um, but also, I just can't remember because when I'm on stage, sometimes, often, I just like. Yeah. Close your eyes and yeah, I, I I turn around actually. I have my back. Too. Like, I'm just staring at James. Like James, are they liking this? That <laughs> no, I don't know what I do. What do I do? I know I I, walk. I, I think you look cool. Like I yeah? I think you I think you put too much. But I think you look cool. I want to be like proper cool. <laughs> no, but I want to be like Billie Eilish cool. It's like yeah. Yeah. But. I guess I, I'm gonna blame it on the venues we played. Yeah, it's, it's all their fault. <laughs> They're all too small for us right now. <laughs> There's not enough space to run around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're definitely there. I know something I do is a lot of. Uh, <laughs> like I bend myself. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Sexy. That's, that's like a very cool <laughs> move. Um, Can you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever had like a bad experience playing? Like any bad venues or like any, mm. like, I don't know, just a gig you wish you hadn't played? 
Yes. <laughs> I, 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 come on, you must remember that oh one. It was in, like, in the bar? It was in like a members club. And, uh, what? A private was, members club? Yeah, it was oh, like a private so members bad. club. And there was probably like five people in there. No. And because it wasn't a venue, it was, oh. it was a members club. It, it was literally like a bar. Where you had to be a member to get in. They, the speakers didn't work. Uh, we were coming out of one speaker that was like really bad. Uh, no one was in there. We were destined to play like twice, but we just told them we weren't going back on. They like, it was hot. It was, it was horrible. Just, I think. I think maybe the promoter sort of wanted music playing. Yeah. And just took anyone. Like maybe yeah. they expected us to be playing like chill acoustic music. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But there was just also the people in there were just not, they 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 weren't healthy people like no. like they didn't want to hear it. they didn't they you could tell they listen. didn't they didn't want to hear us yeah like, they were just really? expecting to have like a calm night with the boys and yeah. sipping what? on the their beer club was this? it was in Soho I uh, don't remember I know. no it was near to, it was near Trafalgar Square oh my bed it's my the theatre yeah. it's on top of a theatre did you have to go Probably. through an old theatre no no it was it was new it was brand new it's brand really new. small it's called yeah. like the bookstore or something Actually, the book club I don't want to name it name and shame from James it, here it was it wasn't I don't think it was that I think they I think booked us right. I think they booked us like wrong I don't yeah. think they were expecting us um, yeah. to perform like that and so it was just a not a good it, night oh yeah. that was such a bad night yeah it really wasn't uh, and that was our second gig yeah it was, oh, yeah, that was, it, was so it was quite bad. disheartening quite disheart- to yeah. be like you know that oh, is this what it's going to be like oh, yeah and, and when it comes to like the servers coming in front to show like the to show uh, the waiters you know yeah, like yeah. to show you know how they were there for us mm-hmm. it's like thank you but I don't want to be here oh that was so bad I forgot about that James sorry <laughs> oh. sorry to bring it back up well uh, we'll move on just <laughs> <laughs> quickly please are there any local venues that you guys recommend well local to us right now or Isn't like just hard? London generally like I mean Camden Assembly, obviously. Yeah. I, l- I love that venue. Yeah, I spent so long venue. working there, and it's just I, l- I love it so much. You can always get your coat in for free when James is on the door. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, <laughs> just saying, just say back to back catalogs. Yeah, twenty percent off of the bar. Well. <laughs> I can't promise that. Just put it on James's tab. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> Many a nights of our safe free coat with James. It was great. Yeah, I mean, great. I'm not really sure. We we only lived in Wood Green where we're at now for a short while. But um, if we're talking just generally London venues, uh, Alexandra Palace. Yeah, <laughs> that's near us. I mean, now. yeah. Uh, when um, we played there, it was. <laughs> there were five was... people in the whole palace. That's the club. All servers. <laughs> I think um, XOY is one of my favourite clubs in London. It's really good. Mm. It's actually run by the same company as Camden Assembly. But um, oh. I'm not just trying to plug that. <laughs> that but, like um, a plug to me. Printworks as well. It's a very, it's a very different vibe to a lot of venues, but it's, it's just yeah. massive, and it's just it's it's like nothing else. It's it's just amazing. Aye, good. Mm. If nice. you like your electronic mm-hmm. stuff. I'd say I really like the, what's it called, Hoxton one that we've played at, um, Hoxton. Oh, un- the Underbelly. Underbelly, that one, the underground, the, like, it's so beautiful. Yeah, that cool. Un- like, you go downstairs and it's just, we've played as well. Yeah, we played My there, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we played there as well. It, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it was and really cool. And the stage being on the corner and you have, like, the view on everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. I find it, cool. yeah, and the lights and the vibe is, I really like that place. I like it when venues, like, make an effort to have a band that will feel comfortable like mm. in, a, in a place like that rather than have like a shitty stage 
stage that's half a step up with one speaker that actually works. Yeah. Shout out to that private member's man. <laughs> we're shit. We're not naming any names. We're not naming names, but we're shit. There was um, there was one uh, venue that um, that my other round I'm playing at. Um, and you have another band. Uh, maybe, uh, but yeah, and we had played there, and a week later, Lely was meant to play there as well, mm-hmm. and so that night was such an awful night. Like, first of all, no one was coming and we had to, we had to like get a deal with the barman in order to get a discount for being an artist on beers. It was so bad. And also they have no speakers. Oh, was it the lighthouse? (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it's a name and shame episode of the the poem. We'll we'll make, we'll put that out. (laughs) But as soon as we finished that gig, I texted James. I was like, we are not playing next week. I I am cancelling the gig. Like it was so So bad. bad. Oh God. Now playing Roll My Eyes, featuring on the popular kids EP by Lely. process like for popular kids what softwares did you use for the production oh ableton uh, i am a massive <laughs> <Can> I'm-, <laughs> I'm a massive ableton stan and are we i think i'm going to use it till the day i die <laughs> um that is what, true <laughs> i think what, ten- what tends to happen with a lot of our songs is i mean sometimes i'll start with the production and i'll make an instrumental and then i'll come to taya to write on it or sometimes she'll start writing a song on a guitar and then bring it to me to produce into our style because I don't know it's 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 good because it 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 makes our unique blend of sort of like or what I think is a unique blend <laughs> of like Taylor's more traditional songwriting and me- melodic like structures mm-hmm. with my sort of like growing up in making underground music and mm. I think it's good to sort of mix those things together. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's crazy, like the like what's also cool about the production of it like for example effortless mm. what's cool is that we're never set we never well no it's not we never but sometimes we just write a song produce it and then we're not happy with how it ends mm-hmm. and so we're just open about it we're like we don't like it yeah it's not <laughs> so uh, effortless went through what three i think different? I, I think it was four i think it was four, four different, different styles and not uh, even just little on, changes yeah full-on like, different songs yeah, yeah. Oh so we it was always... drum and bass and then it was hip-hop and then it was like psychedelic chill out <laughs> music and then it went back to hip-hop and then it ended up as this sort of r&b like but that's what i like i like that um we don't mind changing because yeah, it's no, good. I think it's like a bit more flexible. Yeah, when it feels like it's the one. Yeah, we, we know. We tend to know like when it's when it's done. <laughs> <laughs> 
But <laughs> I mean, it was all recorded in and produced and made in my bedroom in Kilburn. Uh, hence the the cover of the EP is us looking out of my bedroom window because mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah very DIY indie sort of uh, <laughs> vibes there. Oh yeah, he's a great artist called Don't Do Dull on Instagram, and he's really amazing. He did some stuff for um a lot of people in the garage scene, and he's just really great. You you should check him out. Yeah, Don't Do Dull on Instagram. He's amazing. So do you play? Did you play um bass on? The popular kids EP. I did, yeah. I think on a uh, few. I think on Reload mm-hmm. since us and yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I I played bass and then the other songs have like synthesized subs and stuff. But, yeah, um, cool. I I I quite like how sometimes we can incorporate real instruments and then other times it's solely electronic. Mm. I think that's nice. It it pumps up that mix that we we mm. have. You do have a really nice combination. I think like you've got an amazing. You're an amazing lyricist and vocalist. But then like with the tech, like the techno electronic mm. stuff is like I keep saying techno, but it's not electronic <laughs> stuff. It's so beautifully put together. It's like a, a I don't want to say a better Sylvan Esso, but I think it might be. Oh don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Don't do that. It's I too swear bad. because it's too kind. Uh, no, it's not because I mean her, her lyrics are gr- good, but a lot of the time I'm like that doesn't even make fucking sense. Whereas your lyrics do make sense, and also what we got coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait for the new release. No, I do honestly think that, and I think that it's really important that you've got that like really great mixture of having a really talented lyricist and songwriter, and you do great vocal melodies with another great electronic. Oh, you're too sweet you're too sweet but I have to say the lyrics James and I work on it together yes mm-hmm. we yeah. do share you're both good lyricists we lettuce, share so lyrics that's really nice yeah you're both good yeah. lyricists so Roll My Eyes the single version <laughs> was released by the French label Kitsune right well as a matter of fact Juliana it was <laughs> and they, they worked with like Tudo Cinema Club yeah with oh, and, um, Maru not Nombi as well Nombi, like yeah, oh. probably the only person I didn't contact <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah, world yeah they contacted us that yeah really they cool. contacted yeah. us yeah. that's nice that was very satisfying they yeah. sent us at first a, a message saying like uh would you have any any songs Is there, are there any songs you're gonna release like next that maybe we could we could uh, put through and we didn't have any because we had our like plan, you know, of releasing an EP, like the first three singles and then the EP and mm-hmm. so on. And uh, we just told them the truth, which is, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then they took ages to answer us. Mm. And we got so freaked out, like, what if we missed out yeah. on the best opportunity <laughs> no. ever? And by the end, they just sent us a, ma- a message saying, like, how about we re-release Roll My Eyes? And okay. yeah, and then it, it just... Yeah, it that's definitely our best performance song, I think. Definitely. That's really cool. That mm-hmm. is very, very cool. Very cool. So, do you guys have, like, any funny stories from the recording of Popular Kids? I, it's just, it's too, it was, it's too many. It's, it really is, like, it was... <laughs> 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 Bloody comedians over here on the right, no worries. <laughs> but, I mean, but, you know, when you're in that kind of, um, that kind of environment, you know, it's not like a we're not going to a professional studio to do it we're literally just in in my room Mm. it's just it makes it a lot more fun because there's always like something happening I think my favourite story from it is probably in Rolled Um, (laughs) there was a point where we were getting really hyped up about the recording because it was obviously like one of our favourite songs Yeah. and um, just before Taya started singing I sort of screamed like are you ready? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> and I took one of the screams that I did, um, and I put it in the song, and it's in the, <laughs> it's, it's, in the second it's, verse. It's throughout, yeah. It's in the second verse and in the bridge, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it sort of just goes like, yeah, and yeah. 
We'll it attach it in. It was me <laughs> sort of <laughs> trying to hype you to it up. Yeah, that's, that's good though. I do love that when you've got a good relationship with your producer or whatever mm. who's recording you and you can like fanny about and mess about in the yeah. studio booth and then like you know there's a lot of stuff that happens just before you sing like as a singer I'm sure a lot of singers out there know like just before you record weird things seem to happen like you need to burp suddenly and it just comes <laughs> out in the microphone with a compressor on it and you're just like wow it was melodic yeah, so beautiful. beautiful yeah there was another I think it's, I think it's what's in Effortless, where mm. we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where James had come back from his parents' house for, like, he'd been gone for, for I don't know, yeah. two weeks or something. And <laughs> and I was just, we hadn't seen each other for a long time, and we decided to do a session as soon as he comes back. And we sort of try to do what normal friends do, which is like, oh, James, how was it at your, friend's, at your, friend, at your parents' house? And he was like, yeah, it was fine. I was like, cool, are we done? Are we done catching up? Can we actually get starting? And we were actually recording, like the mic was on, and we kept that. Well, that it's in the song, yeah, it's in, yeah, it's in the beginning of the song. And so we have it in every I'm like, are we, are we done catching up? <laughs> sound like can such a bitch. So, do you have any releases coming up that you'd like to tell us about and tell everyone about? Hmm. Absolutely. We have our first album coming out. It's 10 songs, I think it's probably the biggest, like, it's amount of work I've ever sat on before without releasing and I mean, yeah. I'm very I think it's sort of just a combination of like what what we enjoy making I, I'm, mm. I'm really happy if that's going so far yeah really can't wait to release it but um and we have a cool yeah. plan <laughs> sort of like to release the three singles we want to like add something special to each of them yeah you know which I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. It sounds well. interesting. Mm. Ten tracks. That's a big amount of work. Right, I'm, like... I'm, it's killing me. It's actually. <laughs> it's <laughs> like I, no, no, not in that way. Like I am so used to finishing a song and then being like, right, I'm gonna put it out yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to just be sat on that many songs, it's like. It's, it's definitely a learning curve, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sitting on my hands itchy. at all mm. times, yeah. Definitely getting itchy yeah. for it. But we're all excited. We're so we're excited. Out. Everybody yeah. out there that's watching, you we actually know all too. the songs by Actually, today yeah. I think I gave James a really angry message from the kitchen and I was like, I can hear you through my headphones it was, it, it was very passive. But I love him saying all that. Yeah, the same two seconds of loop of the song. And it was like thumping on the ceiling. I was like, shut up. Sun, sun, sun. Like me as well, like doing the vocals. Sun, sun. Yeah. We sometimes have music in every room in this house, and everybody's doing something different. The studio's next door, and sometimes you'll hear like Jimmy there, James in his room, Taya in her room, you're in your room, and then there's like music, all different music happening. So. It's a really chaos. cool house. It's a cool house. I mean, just like our home studio. <laughs> really. We're so <laughs> No, definitely not. But I think that is all we have time for tonight. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you very thank much. You for so much. Yeah, really I'll cool. probably see you in the kitchen in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna go chill out. Movie yeah. night. Movie <laughs> night. Yeah, finish Harry Potter at long last. Yes. <laughs> well, make sure to check out Lely on all platforms and Spotify and social media. It's L-E-L-L-I and it's Lely Music on Instagram. Yeah. And on Facebook. And on Facebook. <laughs> we'll add it to bios and where we can on said platforms. So you can uh, also find back-to-back catalogues on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and YouTube. For the video versions of all our podcasts, they will be available on YouTube when released. And feel free to email us at b2bcatalogues at gmail.com with any queries or if you'd like to feature on the show. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible.
Thanks for listening to Back to Back Catalogues. Tune in next Saturday, the 20th of March, for our episodes featuring Pete and Vinnie Play. Thank you. Thank bye. You. Bye.